Hey guys, welcome to the What's On My Mind podcast, the podcast where I talk about anything that pops into my mind. This podcast will take you to the craziest topics out there, from Star Wars to eating my dog's pet food. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode on the podcast, and today's going to be really interesting because we are going to be looking at the whole U.S. Open situation and if it's going to move forward or not. If you don't know what the U.S. Open is, or maybe you're just not a big tennis fan, well, the U.S. Open is a tennis tournament that takes place in New York City, United States. And, uh, well, basically, it's played on hard court, which means it's played on a paved surface with asphalt or another hard material, not like Wimbledon, which is played on grass, or for example, the French Open, which is played on clay. And uh, it's a very popular tennis tournament among the whole tennis community. And it has tons and tons of viewers and fans that watch it. I think it's the tennis tournament that that gets the most media attention in, in, in general. But uh, anyways, what was going on with the U.S. Open or what's going on still with the U.S. Open is uh, the decision on whether it should move forward and keep on planning and doing their normal preparations or if they should cancel it because of the whole pandemic. And at first they were saying that they were going to cancel it, but they were going to give 10K to players that that were going to participate in it or had the chance to participate in it. And this sort of struck me at first because I'm like, wow, well, 10K is a lot, right? I mean, they're just giving you 10K and you just go off. But uh, I'm sort of understanding the tennis players that were going to uh, play in the US Open's like point of view because it's not really about money in this case. Just being able to play in the U.S. Open is huge to them. It's a it's a huge thing for professional players, and just to be able to play on there is amazing for your career. So I mean, I I'm, I get their point of view. I get why they're mad, and they definitely should be mad because 10k sometimes is not even worth uh. Um, the whole experience and uh, all the ranking that you could win uh, and uh, and uh, this whole thing that could pump your career up. So, uh, yeah, that's probably why. And some players were even saying that, w- that by winning one match, they would gain the double of that amount, so 20K, and so that doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. And uh, then... What was going on is that the U.S. Open started considering all the factors and said, okay, so I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to play the whole tournament and it's going to happen. The U.S. Open is going to happen, but without fans. So everyone was struck. Everyone was, I mean, I was struck. I was mad. Uh, I was like, wow, why, why without fans? I 
I know, I know the whole pandemic is going on, but why can't you just postpone the tournament to another date and then play it with with fans? Because that's what the whole open is about. It's the atmosphere that makes it just incredible, and that's sort of what the U.S. Open is: just creating a an awesome atmosphere with tons and tons of people. But uh, they were just saying that they were uh, gonna do it without fans. Oh, uh, sorry if the audio got cut there. But uh, they said they were gonna do it without fans, and uh, and the players would not be would not be able to go to to Manhattan, and also only take one person with them to the tournament. And uh, and 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 what else? Oh yeah, they would be checked every two or three days to check if they are fine, uh, and, and uh, not and that they didn't have the coronavirus. Um, Nick Kyrgios, which is a tennis player, a if you guys don't know him, he's a tennis player that's very famous on the court for uh for for getting mad and just expressing his opinion all over social media. But he's from Australia, and he said uh, he was very mad at the whole U.S. Open for for uh, moving forward with the whole planning and preparation. And he said that the U.S. Open was planning selfishly, and he was very angry about it. But uh, I guess uh, like he's not wrong. He's definitely not wrong. I mean, it's sort of hard for the whole pandemic to disappear by August 31st and everyone to play safely. Yeah, I mean, first, first you have to, like, I know, I know we all want to play. We all want to play. We all want to start playing tennis, but we can't play till it's safe. And that's what I think Curios, in, in this case, Curios is correct. I usually don't like his attitude towards certain things, but uh, this in this case, I I, I like his I like his opinion, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to more opinions like this, Nick Curious. <laughs> okay, but um, now now, the U.S. Open was saying it's for sure that they're gonna do it. They haven't made an official announcement yet, but they're looking to make one for next Wednesday, and they're going to announce it formally. That it's gonna take part on August thirty first to September thirteenth, I think. And um, what I also think, like uh, the reason why they didn't want to do it at first, or the reason why they were sort of postponing it and delaying it and sort of saying that they were gonna cancel it, is because of the other situation, which is the French Open situation, which uh, where basically the French Open was saying, okay, we're gonna play. We're gonna play our tournament, but we're gonna play it one or one. I think it's one week after or one week earlier than the U.S. Open. Uh, uh, sorry, I think we're no. I think the they said that they were gonna only leave like a one week um gap between the tournaments, and that's sort of impossible for the the players to just uh to just travel and and adjust that easy to the whole um country and 
different atmosphere in general and all and obviously lots of fans were going to to not go to the second tournament that would take place because it's sort of hard to travel that fast and uh one at least one tournament would lose a lot of fans and the atmosphere would be dead so uh, that's why i guess they were sort of uh, struggling to to say if it was going to happen or not but uh I guess they are. They are gonna play it. They are gonna play it. Um. So, yeah. In general, tennis has been going through some tough, tough stuff, and uh, yeah. Even even they were like trying to change the whole structure of tennis. I saw Patrick Morat Morata Glue or something like that. I think he's uh he's Serena Williams' coach, and he was saying that like in like uh like in the middle of the pandemic he was saying that they should change the structure of tennis honestly i think it's perfect but he was saying that they should change it so they can attract younger audiences and um and uh and attract new audiences to tennis so it can create sort of a bigger atmosphere and that the that the normal like because usually the people that watch tennis are like males above 50 and that's probably because uh they retire and they start playing tennis and it's sort of like a social sport because if you don't uh, do it professionally or if you don't want to actually train you can uh play with other people and just uh enjoy the time enjoy your time right and you can sort of play games with them and interact and it's more of it's a really social sport right but uh but i mean so that's why in general the people that watch tennis are just above 50 and and uh, patrick wanted to attract a younger audience so so there would be younger players but i don't know i think that's already going on i think there's a, a lo- already a lot of new young players that are playing really well so I'm not sure about changing the structure of tennis. I think it's sort of risky. Uh, and it would be a big change for the players too. But uh, I don't think he was saying like like changes as, drast- as drastic as I'm thinking. But uh, if, if they are as drastic, then I don't think it's good. Because the whole tennis community is already so stuck to this to this uh traditional form of playing that and i don't think they're gonna really want to change so uh oh yeah i forgot to tell you guys roger federer is not going to be playing on in the u.s open or any open soon because he is going he's going through a knee surgery not sure when or not sure if he already did it but He's undergoing a knee surgery and he's not going to be able to play. So if the U.S. Open doesn't have Federer and then Nadal and uh, Djokovic, which are big players for the people that don't know, uh, were saying that they're not sure about if they were going to play in the U.S. Open due to the health and due to uh, all of the precautions, the extreme precautions that the U.S. Open was willing to take. If they don't have those big stars, uh, it could be possible 
that the U.S. Open just loses a lot of uh, a lot of views and potential uh, and potential fans that could go to these stadiums, you know. But um, yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that could be a good thing too because uh, that could bring younger players to win the U.S. Open or other players that are not known to win the U.S. Open and sort of win a name for themselves and uh, create younger, uh, like younger winners of of opens because usually the big three have been dominating. And they haven't let anyone else take their opens. And in the last years, like I think, like like ninety percent of the winners have been the have been the big three. So yeah, I mean, it's just crazy how they keep on winning. And it could be good for a for younger players or different players to win. So uh, so there there starts to be uh, new stars. That are taking over the tennis world. So, uh, guys, I have I have some uh, articles that I want to read to you as from where I got my information. So I'm just gonna read them quick. I'm not gonna go too far into them because uh, some of them are pretty lengthy. So the first one says USDA plans to move forward with the with the U.S. Open amid pandemic. Uh, so it says despite major challenges created by the pandemic, the United States Tennis Association, which is the USTA, set to announce this week's this week that it will hold the 2020 United States Open with the support of men's and women's tours. The tournament is expected to run as originally scheduled from August 31st to September 13, but without spectators at the USTA Billy Jean King National Tennis Center. Formal government approval needs to be secured for the Open to take place. Yeah, I mean, you guys first need government approval and then you can start to announce that you're going to play it okay um from the beginning we built this plan in a very collaborative manner he said adding that the usa has consulted regularly with medical and security experts we also recognize in order to move forward that we need government approval and even if the tournament is soon confirmed more than two months will remain before it begins and outside forces, including the path of, our, of the virus and global travel restrictions, may still scuttle the USTA's plans. So uh, that was New York Times. And let's go to Forbes. So the title is US Open is on. Formal announcement expected soon for next Wednesday. And it says the US Open is on for 2020. And a formal announcement is expected soon. Although it remains unclear how much star power will be missing from New York's Grand Slam tennis tournament. Um, it is expected the fans and media will not be permitted at the event at the USTA Billy Jean King National Tennis Center. But sources said that has not been confirmed. So it says world number one Novak Djokovic and defending champion Rafael Nadal have both expressed concerns about coming to the Open due to the COVID-19 pandemic and possible restrictions flowing from it. Uh, Okay, and it says here, Federer, the 20-time Grand Slam champion, five-time Open winner, announced he's done for 2020 due to another knee procedure. 
Um, another one by that says people says the U- 2020 U.S. Open will go on without fans, and uh, they're announcing that the 2020 U.S. Open will carry on as planned, though without fans. We are incredibly excited that Governor Cuomo and New York State have today approved our plan. Oh, okay, so they approved it to host the 2020 U.S. Open and 2020 Western and Southern Open at the USDA uh, Billingshanking uh, National Tennis Center. Okay, wow, that's a tremendous responsibility to host the whole to the, the whole tournament. Okay. And okay, that's so. So that's about it, guys. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode, or maybe you learned something from it, or maybe if you're a tennis fan, you you just started to know about all this. But I, I'm surprised if you just started to know about it because it's been all over the place, and there's lots of been there's been lots of uh, players mad. Uh, there's been a uproar of tennis players just. Just uh, attacking on uh, the uh, tennis associations and and uh, tennis in general. So uh, yeah, I mean it's been a tough tough few months, but uh, we're almost there, and we'll see if the U.S. Open officially um officially says that they're going to move forward with it. So thank you guys very much. Uh. If you if you are a tennis fan and you want to talk more about this, you want to come on the podcast, we can talk in any language, in English, Spanish, well, well the ones that I know, French, I mean a little bit of French, and uh, we can talk about this on the podcast and we'll have fun with it. So uh, just contact me through Insta or on the, uh, the, on the podcast Insta, which is what's on my mind underscore the podcast. Or through Anchor, which there is the voice messages, which is really cool. So you guys can go and try them. And that's about it. Go and support my podcast. The link will be in the description. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.